Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I psychoanalyze Sean's every word. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, how how you feeling after last week's uh, gambling debacle? And of course, your resulting sickness. Uh, you know, not layers of not great is would be my response to that. Because yeah, you still haven't quite fully recovered. You're, you're, you're on the path to victory. Like, you're able to record an episode with me, which is a good sign. Uh, I, I, I like your very specific uh, avoidance of, of using the phrase path to recovery. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Sometimes recording audio-only format requires a little bit of uh, tweaking of popular phrases that normal humans say just to make yourself seem weird and quirky. Uh, or in my case, uh, a bit le- more of a dumbass. Uh, you know, it, it, I, I, it, the, avoiding the phrase, it could sound like I'm addicted to being sick, you know? I'm injecting <laughs> the sickness into my veins, um, which I am. <laughs> you, you found out my secret. This is all a grand scheme to get out of having to podcast, and it just ha- you've slowly been building up a resistance to it. Yeah, unfortunately, I thought I would die. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus fuck! So, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, they'll they'll never catch me, but it just didn't work out. So I've given up on that. You have too good of a constitution um, score. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Here we are another week. Yeah. And uh, I've actually got a bit of an interesting episode prepared for you this week. Uh, just to kind uh, of take okay, it easy cool. on you for once. Oh, okay. Take it easy on me. Well, because we've been doing a lot of, like, deep dives and, like, some some multi-episode reviews and some, like, really heavy-handed stuff lately, I figured it was about time we got to just a nice, simple, good old-fashioned three-episode series, you know? Uh, Okay, cool. I I support that much better than the fucking nine episodes we did last week. All right, three episodes. Three episodes, yeah. No, I'm being straight up with you. We're going only three episodes in this because that's all you will need. But Uh, very importantly... Of what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, all three episodes are about two hours each. Uh, funny how that works, you know. But we did establish a three-episode rule, so that is what we have to stick with. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be surprised if there was some anime out there like that that you pulled that shit with. No, 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 no. Don't be ridiculous, Rem. Animation is way too expensive for that to ever be a thing. Uh, except apparently, in some cases, it doesn't always seem to be that expensive. Uh, but. With that in mind, Remington, uh, today we're going to be talking about another Crunchyroll original that has been airing over the past couple of weeks. Oh, I, I feel like we've done Crunchyroll originals before, but I can't remember how I felt about them. Uh, I believe the best way to describe it was mixed. Okay, cool. Perfect. Because uh, we've only done two Crunchyroll originals before. Yeah. Uh, the first one we did was uh, Tower of God, which was based off of the uh, Korean manhwa webcomic. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Yeah, uh, with the one guy who's climbing the Tower of God to find the lady that he loves. Uh, yeah, that, that, that was a nice, that one was a weird one. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, especially for me who did all the research for that one in like a single day to try and catch up with trends. Uh, <laughs> yep. And then the next one we did was, uh, I mean, Rem, the next one we did was it was it left a mark on me and i think it left a mark on you as well ah fuck uh because the la- the last country roll original we did uh was uh x arm uh mm, do you remember mm. x arm rem okay all right all right okay what do you remember about x arm rem um it was bad and weird and ugly yes yes all of those things and above. Easily the worst rated show we've ever consumed because it straight up was not made by people who understood how to make uh, animated content. All right. Well, my question is, uh, 
are are we delving into the the same level of depravity this week? No. Perfect. Good start. Uh, because today, Remington, we're easily going to be talking about probably the second worst thing I've ever seen on Crunchyroll. Oh, and partially due to the <laughs> fact that I think bitch. I think we have to call this an April Fool's episode, Ram. What the fuck? Because Wait, no, that's a Sean. Sean, Sean. Yeah, that's not how the April Fool's episodes work. You what? No, <laughs> trust me. I think I think we have to because I'm not certain this can be called anime. What the f- like? Uh, and uh, all right, all right. What 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 are we watching? What 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 is it? All right. So Remington, this is a crunchy- what unspeakable hell are you bestowing upon? This is me? a Crunchyroll original, uh, exclusive yep. only to the Crunchyroll platform. This is the kind of thing that's supposed to motivate you to get the Crunchyroll service as opposed to other streaming services. Uh, it's a new. I'm gonna call it a Cartoon Network style animated series called High Guardian Spice. My favorite of the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, folks. We got it out of the way nice and early in the first half. And we will have to resist the urge to keep making Spice Girl jokes to a very dated audience. Our audience skews young, so they might not even know who the Spice Girls are. Uh, but let me tell you, it's going to be hard not to make any more of them. So now that you've gotten our one Spice Girl joke out of the way, Red, uh, let me dive into what this show is. because What, what I'm just imagining... Yeah. Uh, is, is that, like, that picture of, like, all of, of the Spice Girls, right? But then, at the end, for, well, like, High Guardian, did we say? Yep. Um, High Guardian Spice. It's just this, like, Alphonse Elric-looking motherfucker <laughs> in still a, a, a nice old Spice Girls pose. <laughs> just, like, a full suit of plate mail with yeah, spikes yeah. and all, just in a very pop-centric pose. I Yeah, very kawaii. If that's what this show was, <laughs> I would love it. Quality aside, because just the audacity to make a whole animated series where it's like, hey, what if Spice Girls, but do it just in a an I- it, it, Just have an idol anime where one of the girls is just some giant, like, knight in shining armor uh, or, or similar just thing, um, and it's never addressed. <laughs> Like, it's not like, oh, it's so weird that you're this way. It's just like, yeah, they're a part of the idol group. Yeah, 1,000%. Some very uh, baby metal vibes as well. Yeah, I I would support that That, mild twist. That would have been amazing, Rem. I would have been so happy to cover that. All right, but instead? Instead, we've got High Guardian Spice, which I struggle to call an anime. The closest thing that it... uh, comes to being an anime is like some stylistic choices but those same stylistic choices have been invading a lot of uh you know uh, modern american cartoon shows things like your uh, your adventure times your uh your uh gravity falls your uh this is a new one that uh, my girlfriend has been trying to get me to watch uh, owl house uh like just these very like uh, cutesy animated 2d styles with like some clear anime influences, but don't quite follow the same uh, structure and uh, story uh, stylings of a typical Japanese animation. Uh, And is that okay to be on Crunchyroll? Absolutely. Wow. No, no. If Crunchyroll wants to make a show in that style and support that kind of content, 1000%. Crunchyroll can uh, broaden their horizons into other things. So whether or not this is an anime is not me like bashing it on that quality alone. My issues with it are with the show itself, not whether or not it's an anime, but I just have to bring up to the fact that I struggle to f- know if this is if this counts, honestly. Hence why I'm ma- making it a pseudo April Fools episode. Okay, all right. But um, you want to know what well, it is. Yeah. All right. So, first of all, it is pastel. <laughs> it is very okay. pink and very brightly colored. That's the, nice, okay. that's the nicest thing I can cool. say about it. Uh, and uh, what it is, Rem, is a... It claims to be a magic coming-of-age comedy. Uh, and that's straight from the Wikipedia page, which can be written by everybody, but, you know. Uh, it is a s- story about a team of young girls going to a school for adventurers to become high guardians. And their adventures and... The uh, 
interactions of the teams they create and uh, go on adventures with. Um, now, Rem, that might sound a bit vague to you. Yeah, it, it does sound like a bunch of things that I've already either heard of or directly seen um, multiple times. Yes, that's because I struggle to think of anything original that's come from this show. Oh, fuck. Uh, the most original so, thing... So you would describe it as just a pastel cliche. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. That's All right, cool. There we go. Uh, except it is, it is demonstrably, like, misguided and bad in some unique ways that I have not seen in a long time. Uh, like, for example, one of the main mascot characters is, like, a round goat. I'm okay with that. Yeah, no, that sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think I might have nightmares about this goat. Oh, oh no. Because it is a good 70% mouth. <laughs> Why? Believe me, Rem, if I knew, I would not be asking these questions. Uh, in fact, here, I'm just going to send you the picture of the cover art before we even get into it, just so you have an idea of what we're getting into. Oh, perfect. And that's the goat at the bottom left there. Oh, God. What's going on with that? That goat's high as fuck. Yeah, no, like, I did not think it was possible to display dilated pupils on a animal with horizontal pupils, but they've seemed to have done it. It's like... You know, it's it's really high. Yeah, it's also like if you told an artist to draw a goat who had never seen a goat before and just kind of vaguely described the general idea and shape of it. It has no teeth. No. <laughs> But it has a lot of drool, as I'm sure you will find. Uh, and it just kind of shows up from time to time as well. Like, it, there's not really a lot of consistency to this goat. And I, I wish I could tell you why. Because I certainly do not know. Uh, but, yeah, Rem, this show is what it's trying to do, Rem. And you'll have to really get into the nitty-gritty of it. Is It's trying to be a lot of these, like, modern Cartoon Network and Disney Channel animated series that have huge fan bases and are beloved by lots of people, especially amongst folks in the uh, LGBTQ community. Because yep. more and more lately, a lot of these animated series are delving into topics of that and uh, making them more of a standard part of storytelling. A lot of these yeah, animated- getting some representation. Exactly. Like good, healthy representation, uh, which is what we need more of and more of in this series until it becomes such so obviously common sense that, uh, you know, it's not an issue anymore. Here's the problem, Rem. Uh, I think everybody involved with the series is so misguided on what makes those shows good that they just try to shove everything in there all at the same time, all at once, in random orders, and then they realized, oh, wait a minute, the show needs to be animated and well-written as well. Uh, let's see if we can do that somewhere down the line. Mm. Because story-wise, Rem, there's not much else I can tell you. Uh, you've got our main characters... Uh, you got our main characters, Rosemary, Sage, Parsley, and Thyme. All right, yep. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's not, it's not subtle. It's like, they literally like, hey, what if we made all the characters named after, after various spices, like the hit group, the Spice Girls, but this time they're magical adventurers. Uh, and then they went from there, and it is... Like, the first two we meet are Rosemary and Sage. Rosemary is kind of like a weird pink pastel fighter type. And Sage is like a magical girl witch type character. And they apparently grew up together and want to be guardians together. And the first episode is them journeying to the school and starting. And I... Oh my god, Rem. It's so hard to explain because it's so disjointed and so confusing. And we kind of need to talk about it because... Crunchyroll is claiming it as an original, and... With See, a, a part of me, a part of me is like, ah, shit, this is gonna be bad. But another part of me is like, can it be as bad as he's describing? Um, you know? It, well, just a little... I'm gonna tell you right now, there's no mal page for this. <laughs> because, All again, right. people can't even seem to agree on whether or not it counts, which I'm in the camp of it doesn't. Uh, and... But everywhere else you look, Rem... Ratings are not great. I won't give you specific oh, numbers, but they're not great. Uh, well, 
And I, since we are two white straight guys, what better type of topic for us to talk about than LGBTQ commercials? Uh, commercials? What? I, I have no idea what, what you fuck? were going what, what for there. What word was coming out of my mouth? I think I was trying to uh, say the word issues. And what the fuck? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I might. This show has broken me, Rem. It has broken my brain. I'm having a feckin' stroke right on the podcast. Lo- lots, lots of people, lots of podcasts are talking about LGBTQ plus issues. Only we are finally discussing the commissials, the commissials. within the community. <laughs> I think maybe I was trying to uh, combine commitment and issues. I think that's what my brain was trying to Where do. Where does commitment come into it? I don't know. Commitment to writing a good show? I don't understand either, Rem. I'm trying to find something. What I'm trying, happened? I'm trying to All find right. a bastion of sanity in this. All right, let's jump into it. You're, you're fucked up. Uh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it broke me, Rem. Let's go watch some High Guardian Spice, and I'm going to start crying. Previously. Man. Are you a hashtag dominant daddy, Sean? (laughs) I want that to be my next tag on Discord. I can handle that. Up next. I want someone to watch High Guardian Spice and to just think, you know what? I want to do that, but better. (laughs) Oh, fuck. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> oh my god now back to the show ladies and gentlemen we are back after watching three whole episodes of the crunchyroll original series high guardian spice i've had a nice cup of tea a nice little uh, relaxing uh, lie down and I feel like I'm in a much better headspace to talk about this series. But the important thing is, Remington, how do you feel about this series? Well, Sean? Yes? I have two controversial things to say. Oh, no. For, Here we go. First of all, we talked a lot of shit about the goat in part one. Um, yep. It looks like an abomination upon man and God. And then I saw it animated and I heard the sounds it made and it's like this goat bullfrog monstrosity i fell in love with it it charmed me <laughs> oh my god Remy, no. it won you me you know a piece of trash <laughs> you're too far gone my boy I, I thought i hated it but then i saw it and it i it, it charmed me <laughs> Rem, no. so so we, we we talked a lot of shit about the go in part one um i i would like to recant my feelings, it's great. I love the goat. <laughs> oh my Christ, Rem. Oh, God. I don't know if I'm going to be able to emotionally handle this, uh, the rest of this episode anymore. I, I'm going to need another cup of tea after this. Well, my next point. Uh, uh, all right, this anime, it's not good. Uh, okay. But it's not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. And it's not nearly as bad as a lot of other things that we have seen. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into the details, but uh, it, it, it's bad, but it, it's not, like, so bad that I think the weebs are justified in hating it as much as they do, right? Because, like, I can dislike it, and I understand that. But the weebs, I'm like, listen, you guys adore stuff that's as bad as this. So, like, it, it's in the same category, is all I'm saying. I don't know about that, buddy. Uh, I don't know about that. I, well, I feel confident about it, but let's get into it. So, uh, we, we start episode one with uh, Sage and Rosemary. They're starting their journey, right? Um, and immediately, the animation is definitely off. Um, the animation is not good. No. It can barely be called animation, in my opinion. <laughs> but I think the art, design, and concepts are pretty good. Pretty solid. Like, they have proper artists. They just don't know how to animate. Um, which it's like, it, it very much seems like they were like, oh, yeah, well, we have people who can do this category of thing. And, like, they, they can do good art, so it feels like they should be able to do animation. But that's not quite how that works. Um, they are they are separate entities, uh, but so I'm I'm not gonna knock the the art or uh, design 
of the show, because I actually think the art and design are, are decent for the most part. There's still some weird bits, but uh, for, for the major stuff, it's solid. It's good stuff. Uh, the animation, some of the worst we've seen. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, the dialogue, um, sometimes it's fine. Most times it's awkward as fuck. Uh, most times, like, I, it was painful for me to sit through most of it, Ram. Like, physically painful. Oh, yeah. The, the, the dialogue, not great either. Uh, the way the characters interact with each other, it very much feels like you have, like, a, a tenth grader on stage is how I would I would describe uh, how it feels like the dialogue is, right? And it's just like, I don't know, man. It's all a bit weird. Um, and that goes along with sort of like the voice acting, which is very hit or miss. Some of the voice acting, I'm like, yeah, sure. Other parts, I'm like, ah, why? <laughs> uh, so they end up uh, going to uh, Lindgarth or something or other. I don't Lindgarth. know. Lindgarth. Lindgarth. They get to Lindgarth, which is where the school is. They arrive and they're taken in by one of their like cousins or something. I, I don't know what's going on. Yep. Um, cousins. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, at one point, they're going. To, the next day, they go through like the the markets and stuff. And then this little what's called a Trixie, a little creature, uh, steals a locket, runs around. Uh, there's a, a mating ritual with the Trixie. Which causes Whoa, Ram. it to Whoa, evolve. Ram. I didn't realize it was that kind of show, Ram. Hey. Uh, it causes the Trixie to like evolve and they break the locket after finding a partner. Um, and that we also meet uh, an elf and a blacksmith and then they go to school. Um, so, not a whole lot happens. Like, but the, I can't even really say that. A lot happens in every episode thus far, right? They are filled right. to the brim with stuff but it doesn't feel like much of it is meaningful stuff it's not stuff that moves it forward it's just like miscellaneous but it's not fully like the the show wants to be an adventure anime right but it also wants to be slice of life and i don't think it balances those well because it wants to have the importance of an adventure while having a lot of the events of Slice of Life, and those do not work well with one another, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, also, while the opening song is not great but fine, the ending song, oh my god, it is horrendous. Oh, uh, the I tried blocking it out. The opening, not great. Uh, the, the closing, oh, fuck me. Oh, no. Um, thankfully, like, you, you can just... If you were theoretically watching it, uh, like in my situation, uh, you can just skip it because it's the end of the episode and there's never anything relevant after. So, um, thank goodness for that. <laughs> uh, overall, like when the first episode, I could tell that this show was made with passion, right? I, I truly believe that the people who made this care a lot, but it lacks a lot of polish. Passion, but not polish. Which isn't great. And, and this is something that we've talked about before, right? Um, like, I think one of the closest comparisons we can make right off the bat is, like, Ruby, right? Where there's a lot of passion, a lot of ideas, a lot of interesting concepts, but a lot of that polish isn't quite there. I mean, I'm willing to argue that Ruby has way more polish than this series does. Uh, in a lot of ways, Sure. Uh, in a lot of other ways, not quite. Um, I, I would say I probably prefer Ruby, but neither... They're quite similar for me. Man, what? You're gonna piss off a lot of Ruby. Uh, I, I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think... What I think this really would work better as is as a visual novel. Because you'd get rid of this sometimes awkward... Uh, voice acting and the terrible animation, right? Right. Um, you would just have the decent design. As a visual novel, there's a strong emphasis uh, starting in the next episode on the actual classes and stuff, which I think would work well for a visual novel. 
um, that doesn't work as well in a show as we'll get to. Um, I, I think a lot of the not great dialogue would, there would be a greater leniency in a visual novel style, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I genuinely feel like it would be not a visual novel I would enjoy playing, but still like a visual novel that people would really, really enjoy hmm. if it was in that format instead. So you're saying that as a show, it's pointless. As a show, I don't even know if it's pointless because I think that it, I, I, I think it's interesting. I think the show is interesting and I admire and appreciate that despite it not being good. Because mm-hmm. um, essentially what I want from the show doesn't come from the show itself, but I want someone to, I want someone to watch High Guardian Spice and to just think, you know what? I want to do that, but better. <laughs> right? Uh, because like, it is a passion project. And, and I... I, I've mentioned this, like, multiple times on the podcast. Whenever we get, like, I mentioned this for Ruby. I'm mentioning it here. I've mentioned it for at least, like, two other shows where I'm like, there's a lot of passion but not a lot of polish, right? And I've mentioned that before. And those are always very fascinating shows to me. And I appreciate them existing. Uh, but because they're passion projects rather than, like, some more, like, st- proper studio-oriented commercialized creations, uh, that means that a lot of the polish isn't going to be there, and that's unfortunate. Um, but it also means they can take some more risks, which I do appreciate. Uh, episode two is when I realized that there's a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, the disclaimer makes no goddamn sense. Why aren't you- There's a mature audience warning, which blew my fucking mind. Because no. one of the things I, I wrote in my notes for episode one was that it would work... I think this show would genuinely be fine for a very young audience, right? It's uh, colorful, it's bright, um, and and so I think that it, it's, it has, like, enough going on where for, like, an elementary school audience, I, I'm like, yeah, that it would be genuinely, like, solid for them, right? Uh, but you got this mature audience warning. Yeah. And I'm... Why? And once again, it goes sort of into that being like a passion project, right? Where it's like, well, we don't want to be limited to just being a kid's show. But it's like, maybe you should have just like let leaned in a little bit more to just being a kid's show. Um, like with the being a passion project, you're, you're losing a lot of your of what could be a strong identity, right? Uh, because you want to fit absolutely everything that you want in there. So... Unfortunately, with passion projects, it's really hard to cut out the the different ideas that you're passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. But th- that that's why you need a bigger studio to be like, hey, this th- this element that you really love, it's not working. Um, so even though you really love it, it doesn't cohere with the rest of it. Uh, but yeah, so that mature audience warning threw me for a fucking loop. Oh yeah, and. From what I can tell, the only thing that could theoretically justify uh, the mature audience rating is, I think they say bastard once. Well, and there's like, in episode three, there's a fight scene where I I would describe it as unnecessarily bloody. Not because there's a lot of blood, because there's not a ton. Yeah. But there's more than you would want in a kids show and i'm i'm still in the mentality of like you should have just let it you it can be an action-packed kids show but you you should have just sort of let it be a kids show i think yeah uh i I think it can work as a kids show or a visual novel essentially um but but trying to be taken more seriously i do not think it works at all uh the episode two is mostly about uh we we see our uh our main characters right Sage and Rosemary as, as well as um our uh what, parsley I think yeah parsley name is. and time um yeah, time has done hardly anything yeah. time is just a broody elf yeah um but we we see each of the three go through their respective days and each through uh their different courses which is a totally fine and neat idea i think the world building in this show is decent 
um, there's clearly some thought put into it, and they want to show off, like, hey, look at our cool little, uh, adventuring school, right? Um, which I totally get it. But the problem is that there's not a strong, like, plot in this episode either. Mm. So, they just, things are happening, and it doesn't feel as meaningful as it could, unfortunately. Um, for... Uh, Rosemary, she's going through, like, the warrior classes and stuff, right? And so, uh, she tries to pass notes with this boy, uh, but he ignores her, um, and, uh, she tries to learn some battle tactics, but she's the worst in her class thus far. Uh, Sage is doing some wizard stuff, and she's, uh, very talented, but there's this bitchy wizard who's just awful to her, um... There's a potions class where the teacher just poisons all uh, of the tea that she offers the students, and it's up to Sage to fix it real quick. Um, and and then you have uh, Parsley, who's just really good at smithing. Uh, and that that's episode two. And then episode two does end with uh, vows, which uh, one one of the best parts of of the episode, and sort of just about the show. I think they have a decent ensemble cast, and like they go through the idea was, all right, give your guardian vows into the well and what you think they should be, and then we'll tell you what, like, they actually are at the end. And so we actually get to hear all of the different possible interpretations from the different students about, like, what the guardian vows mean to them, right? Um, which I thought, like, that's a nice little character moment. Quickly get into the psyche of many different characters in, an, in a nice, interesting way. Um, overall, the episode's a dud, but it... it once again, the ideas are there. It's just the execution that's really not. Uh, finally, we get to episode three, where uh, Rose, she breaks her sword and uh, has to talk to Caraway, an another teacher, to, to fix it. And Caraway reminisces about uh, Rosemary's mom and how great friends they were and all that fun stuff. Um, Sage... Accident because of the bitchy wizard girl accidentally creates a potion that turns her cat uh both sentient and buff ass furry nonsense um and he finds rot which is like this dark darkness inside of a tree and whatever um and meanwhile uh parsley goes on a little uh adventure with because of her smithing teacher um where she goes through tunnels underneath the school. Um, which, like, yeah, all it's all fine stuff. Once again, there's a whole lot going on, but not a lot that I was invested in. It was just sort of there. <laughs> just sort of there, huh? Yeah. Uh... I, I think there are issues with the general, like, script and pacing. Um, but I maintain. So, obviously, with my critiques of the show, it's not a good show. But it didn't send me into the abyss. Like, I thought this show was going to be a lot worse. And I I disagree with, like, the terrible the terrible reputation it has garnered. Uh, not because I don't think it doesn't deserve it. But I don't think it deserves it in the weeb spheres, right? <laughs> because, like, I've seen what y'all motherfuckers enjoy and like and praise and get mad at me for dissing, right? And a lot of that stuff with all due respect, is as bad or worse. Do you have any so, examples? <laughs> it depends how controversial I want to be. <laughs> Let me put it this way. I would rather watch High Guardian Spice than Attack on Titan. Okay, so I'm with you there, but that's... that's <laughs> listen, bud, listen. You, you, know that's, you know that's our... That's our Citizen Kane. We can't really... It's not a fair comparison when it comes to us. Nobody, I think that, like, overall, like, I've watched plenty of things that don't have great scripts great scripts or dialogue or pacing. Um, like, I, I think the animation is one of the most notable problems, and good God, is it bad. Um, but at the same time, like... I, I don't think that's the only criteria that's getting it bogged down. If if someone if animation is their is someone's number one priority, then yes, this will be your least favorite anime. But if any other criteria is is in your top spot, or if you have a mix, then like yeah, this show is bad. 
But is it that much worse than a lot of the bullshit? I don't think so. I like I'm rating this a solid like three out of ten, maybe three out of three point five out of ten if I'm feeling generous. Um, which is obviously just a terrible rating. Yeah. But I've rated a bunch of stuff in that like two to four range that people are putting in their seven or eights or nines or tens. So I'm like, listen, I know why I hate this, but why the fuck do you hate this? <laughs> like, I just feel like it's not consistent. And obviously th there's the issues, and I, I think it's possibly fair, is like, I'll, I'll, there's going to be a category of people, and I don't think this... Uh, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say this in the majority, whatever, who capitalize on the wokeness of this show, right? Uh, and be like, look how terrible it is for all of these other reasons. But also, one of the major reasons I hate it is because there's, like, an openly trans character or bullshit like that, right? Um, it, it's, it's a woke show that you can... You could, one, hate for being woke, while, two, pointing to a bunch of other reasons instead mm -hmm. of the wokeness, if that makes sense. Uh, which, once again, I'm not saying all the hate it gets is just because of the wokeness. I'm rating this a 3 out of 10, y'all. <laughs> like, I want to be clear. My argument isn't that this show is good. It's just that it's not categorically worse than the vast majority of other nonsense I've had to endure. Yeah. Uh, as for the topic of uh, wokeness and LGBTQ stuff in it, there's been a lot of conversations about it, uh, right from all ends of the spectrum. Uh, that's a bad pun and unintentional for once. Uh, and uh, a lot of it is a lot of uh, people in the community have said that it feels like they are forcing the issue a bit too much, and other people think it's non-intrusive. But there's a large vocal community about the lgbtq stuff in this like they want more inclusion of this stuff but it feels like the way that they've written everything in a bit uh ham hit fisted and shoehorn like uh one of the i i would describe it as not intrusive but definitely noticeable yes. right uh that that would be my so I, I don't think it's like over the top by any means at least from, from the stuff i've seen uh there was like one conversation where i was like that probably could have been like cut in half but even then it's not because like the conversation was like super long it was just slightly longer than i think it needed yeah to. like uh, one example that i noticed a lot that i could see where people are coming from is uh with the uh the two married cousin characters in the beginning uh because yeah. i mean it's very clearly from when you first see them that you know they're in a relationship and married which is great that's fine that's wonderful oh yeah uh but then literally every frame they're in if they are not like in a oh, guess what? We're married pose. There is literally a giant-ass portrait of them on their marriage day right behind them just in frame, like in lots of shots, which is like, y'all, you don't need to be so shouty about it. We we get it. Cool. But I'm also sort of like of the opinion of like, if this was a straight couple doing the same, we would just be like, ah, that's not great characterization. Yeah. We would just be like, ah, that's that's a bit of an annoying character choice and that would be like then we would move on from it so like yeah I, I agree like they wanted to make it very upfront i would say it's definitely noticeable but it's not what the show revolves around mm -hmm. it is uh it is a theme of the show it it's it exists and you will notice it uh but it, it so far I, I wouldn't say like the show has gotten up on a soapbox or anything it just made it clear like hey this is where we stand and it made it once again, quite noticeable, um, and I, I think in a lot of places, I, I would agree there's uh, slightly too much emphasis, uh, but overall, while I, I, I think that while I can point to specific problems in the representation, I, I still think the overall fact of the representation is a net positive. So it's a flawed positive, but I would still label it as a positive. Okay, interesting. I just know that researching it myself by myself sitting in a dark room listening to these <laughs> these tiny uh ladies talk about how it's not that bad that she nearly cut somebody's head off uh look i'm just saying that the main character should not be allowed to have a sword that's one of my biggest things oh yeah no i i fully in agree i wondered that multiple times where i was like she is wildly irresponsible with it um i i was sort of hoping 
Um, and I knew this wouldn't happen, but especially like with that mature audience warning, right? I was hoping we would get a little like a little darker, a little Madoka, a little Promise Neverland, mm. right? At one point, we have Parsley under floorboards and stuff as she's getting back to the school from the tunnel. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be like super interesting if like under these floorboards you heard some like some shit you definitely shouldn't have heard? Yeah. Uh, that's nice and fucked up. Like, and I think that could be super interesting and justify the mature audience warning. And that'd be cool. But that's what—that's uh, what I always want. So you know, that's just me. You always want like uh, drama, intrigue, and potential child murder to be involved. Yes. Yeah. Especially when it's like. Hey, look, it's all fine and dandy. But it's Man. fucking not, though. Gotcha. Like, oh. Uh. But yeah, so I think this show is a pretty normal amount of bad for anime. That's my that's my thoughts on it. Ooh, and I... It does some things better than than many anime. It does a lot of things much worse. Um, you know what I think yeah, is just... one of its greatest sins, Remington? You know, Parsley, <laughs> what? Uh, what race... Do you know what race of creature uh, she is? You know? Uh... Uh, let me put it this way. I don't know. She could just be human. <laughs> exactly. And so I don't. I I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to provide another answer in case nope, that's the she case. She's definitely not. Uh. And when I was watching it, I thought, oh, okay, cool. Oh, look, it's a halfling, or like you know, a gnome or a hobby. You know, a pretty standard thing. Uh, apparently, she's actually a dwarf. Do you do you get dwarf okay. vibes from her? Because I don't get dwarf vibes from her. Not. A ton, but I wasn't. I sort of didn't know what they were going yeah, for. Look, all I'm saying parsley. is give parsley a beard, cowards. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna make him a dwarf, give him a beard or at least, at least some stubble. Just saying. That's oh, just my man. opinion as a fantasy nerd. Sh- 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 Sean, Sean's opinion is that every dwarf needs facial hair. Uh, like straight out of the. Womb, I mean, hey, basically. look. As soon as as they were born, they got, like, and it's pre-braided. I I don't make the rules, Rem. I just enforce them. And dwarves, (laughs) dwarves have to have a certain amount of uh, stocky, uh, you know, nature to them. Uh, Marsley is just kind of a weird little dumpling mini-elf is what she looks like. And (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like that's bad dwarf representation in my book. And no, but not enough people are talking about it. And I feel like I am the only one who's upset with this. <laughs> it's really, uh, Sean actually had this as as a, a six out of ten show, but once he saw the dwarf without a beard, it, it dropped to negative uh, three out of ten. Uh, it's just really, really dramatic. Yeah, that, she's you know? not even Scottish. Not even Scottish. <laughs> or not even like with a like a New York uh, style Jersey accent either. You know. Like, that would have been oh, acceptable, Jesus too, but no, Christ. no. Just bad dwarf representation, and uh, my uh, my contacts with the Dwarven Embassy will uh, have words with this anime. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you can still call it that. I don't know, man. Like, it just feels too much like an American cartoon for me to... Do you mother... I think, Sean, I think you're being hypocritical here. I think you've bought in to uh, the, the anti-hype. I don't know. Right? Because... This motherfucker, this motherfucker has gone, like, for me, I'm pretty sure it's just an American production, so I can say, uh, logically consistent. I think it presents itself as anime, following any definition or concept of anime that you have presented, I think it fits your criteria, and you're just trying to deliberately exclude it. Because of all the antagonism against that is it, John. Not what I'm doing. I'm doing it because it it does not. F- there's not. There's a, a certain feeling about it that just makes it feel like one of. No, the feeling about it is just you don't like. I mean, it. that is a feeling. Yes, yes. But there's you don't a lot like of anime- and a lot of people are like, this isn't real anime, and you're like, yes, I must, I must follow the weebs. Listen, Sean. <laughs> You can follow the weebs, or you can be intellectually consistent. You can't be both. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. It feels like this show fits in perfectly on Cartoon Network. That's all I'm saying. Like, not even, like, tsunami level. Like, uh, like primetime Cartoon Network slot is what it feels like to me. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, that's the feeling I get. Oh, and as we all know... 
this motherfucker, you were the one who classified Avatar, which showed up on Nickelodeon as as anime. So if you classify Avatar, I think you have to classify High Guardian Spice. If you don't classify Avatar, I think you're fine. I feel like Avatar is different though, Rem. No, the difference is that you and other weebs <laughs> like it. That's the difference, difference, Sean. I want to make it so abundantly clear that that is the primary there's, difference there's here. A no, no, it's not just that, damn it. It's about story structure as well, <laughs> Rem. Story structure? Oh, yes, because we all know that anime follows one very specific... If it's not Nisekai, it's not anime. What the fuck are you talking about, Sean? <laughs> Sean, Sean, you've let this break your brain. My brain has been broken for years, Rem. I'm trying to put the pieces together, and you're making it not very easy for me, damn it. <laughs> I'm making sure you don't put it together in, in a flawed, broken way. <laughs> this show made me flawed and broken, damn it. It made me change perspective on things. How am I supposed to call it an anime if it doesn't have a mal page, Rem? That's where I go. That's where I go for one of our bits. How am I supposed to end the podcast now, Rem? Talk about IMDb reviews? Because, yeah, that's what I've got. That's uh, literally what I've got. I've got the Crunchyroll uh, reviews and fuck. the IMDb reviews pulled up. That's what I've got. I don't have our consistent theming. It's... I. <laughs> right. Well, I, 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 the, the man has, has been broken. I just don't understand, Ram. I don't understand. But, okay, uh, if you had to give this a rating out of 10, you said about, like, a 2.3? I, I said, uh, about a 3, maybe a 3.5 if I'm mm. feeling generous. And, uh, if you had to guess, uh, based on, uh, let's see, uh, da -da 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 -da, approximately 500 reviews on Crunchyroll and about 1,000 reviews on IMDb, uh, what do you think, uh, the vast majority of people gave it? Is it at five or ten? Uh, oh. So uh, Crunchyroll does it on a star system uh, out of five, and it goes like to the the point degrees. And IMDb is of course out of ten. All right, I think both of them are gonna be like just sort of split it in half. So I think around I'm gonna say two point five. You're saying just two point five and five. Those those are my guesses. I think it's just gonna be okay. Flat well, down on the Crunchyroll with uh with about five hundred ratings uh. High Guardian Spice is sitting at a 2.3 out of 5. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, it, it's a weird split, I'll say that, because there's, like, m the majority of the votes are for one star, right? Which, you know, is a thing. Uh, and then the second majority is for five stars, which is absurd to me. Uh, maybe it's their way of counteracting review bombing. I don't know. But at the same time, I don't know how I could ever in good faith give that a, a max rating but then again small numbers so it's a bit harder uh whereas uh imdb is with about a thousand ratings uh <laughs> it is sitting at a staggeringly low 1.3 out of 10 oh, jesus christ yeah which is quite low and i'll tell you right now some of the reviews i've been reading on the show uh a lot of the one-star reviews are people who should not be reviewing content let me just put it to you that way uh because oh, perfect, like, perfect. my Christ, they're uh, it, it, taking a simple writing class would help people a lot. I feel is my thought. Because uh, a lot of the reviews that are uh, putting it at a like a, between a three and a five feel like the most honest ones, uh, whereas the yeah. ones in the tens are especially concerning in this uh, uh, in this light, uh, like. It, like, some of the reviews range from absolutely appalling to it's a moving slideshow to uh, just literally the worst thing I've ever watched, which I disagree with that. Like, we've seen X-Arm. X-Arm was far worse. Uh, with a review saying, I thought, with another review <laughs> saying, and I thought X-Arm was bad. And I'm like, look, buddy, go back and watch X-Arm and tell me if you think this show is worse. At least when you pause it, like, a good 30% of the time, it's not terrible to look at. Yeah, like, w w once again, I think that there's there's too much negative press about high guardian spice uh it, it's not it it yeah. it's bad it's not uniquely yeah. so i think i think my biggest frustrations with it rem as are a as a fantasy nerd specifically 
it rubs me the wrong way. Not to mention the dwarf misrepresentation. <laughs> but with that, Remington, I guess the final question to ask, is there any chance you'd like to watch more High Guardian Spice? Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, no, I'm gonna stay away myself. I, I don't think, I don't think this is a healthy show for me to talk about, Rem. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's little bit, brain, little so. bit. All right, but with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed me really having a hard time for an episode, uh, which doesn't happen all the time, but this one just was rough for me, uh, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify and leave us a review. It means the world to us, and we are grateful for every single one. Uh, but if you'd like to support us more directly, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where you can watch myself and Remington play Vigia games from time to time and get mad at each other for increasingly stupid reasons. Heck and yeah. if you'd like to support us even more directly, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material including having the opportunity to have your name read aloud live on the podcast. So, Remington, who are we thanking this week? As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our magical girls, as well as our bland bitch protagonists, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we reach our yandere waifus, who, in a solid 10 frames per second, are torturing us with their love. And on that list, we have Alex Xanax Yandere Neko. You hear? Walk me home gently. VTubers ruined my YouTube algorithm. Vainy Jordan. Yuliana. Sundere Dragon. Totally God. Uh, the Susanator. Sticky Jelly. Sorry, Mother. Silent Secondary. Sean, if you were a fruit, you'd be a fine apple, but on the same note, if you were a vegetable, I'd pull the plug. Uh, Senpai Ga Uzai Kohai Nohanashi is everything I wished it would be. Sarah Birch. Sammy Pritchard. Salty Pretzel. Oh, fucking me. Alright. Um, one <laughs> moment. Rinfleisch... Not to insult whatever language you tried to pronounce, but it does sound like you were in, like... There were no spaces! They filled up half the character limit with German nonsense, and there were zero spaces. Uh, Remington, part three to five are much more stable, and you would have no problem with it. Also, you could show Sean Jojo Siwa season two. Uh, H. Uh, Remington Merrill, ready to be isekai. PSA three, don't overcommit. It's all fun and games at a gaming convention until neglect tasks ambush you and you implode from stress. Please hire Remington Chase, the mentalist. Hell yeah, brother. No waifu, no laifu. Navi, Mr. Cannon, Crippletron. Mr. Cannon, Crippletron, don't take a fuck. Uh, Mike the Mutilator, Matthew Drum says Rem's a bitch, Monkey Shop 92, Lukey O, Luke Offenberger, Lucifer, Lone the Geek 23, Locked in Daddy Rem's Basement, Don't Send Help, Cosmo Morocco, Just a Traveler, Jax, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the Pirates don't eat the tourists, if Miss Frizzle drove the magic school bus into the pepper, into the peeper of Thanos, could she end the Infinity War since Ant-Man failed us, good god, Ichigo Sim 015, uh, I, Remington Chase, declare my love for Mei Mizaki's East eye patch. I, Remington, enjoy Moe Lolly Girls. I believe in Thai guys because supremacy. I, aha, you thought this was another Green Day repeat, but it was me, Dio. Hunter Davies. Hey, Rem, let me tongue punch your fart box. Guilty Gear is a game where a three-year-old gets pregnant. What the fuck? Good job, says Misaka. Glenn Michael Dolan. Ghost of Bishi character, character ASMR has ruined my life. Gate Duck. Fuck of Love Fox and Boy. Fern the Dude Man. Farmer Weeb wants a Joey Wheeler. Hey, Yugs, Goku asks Patreon members to lend this energy for Tor Thor Christmas revisit. Uh, Fallen Ghoul, Dylan Hayden. Don't stack your Climax cards together in waiting room and shuffle into the deck. Don't be a White Swords cheat. Uh, Data Type, Dark Swarm 713, Danny Morbido. Creed 13, Cody, Shine 900, Christian Moss, Cheese Monkey, Cage in the House, Broke Bitch, Brock Hard for Geodudes. Autumn, Ariel Bird, Anime Aunt, but in context, Andrew Rauke, Elise Howard, Alpha Weeb, AJ Honey, Adam McLaughlin. A series of unpronounceable phrases, each more unpronounceable than the last. Uh, thank absolutely each one of you. But now we move on to the boy wizard tier. Moving over to Hogwarts. But, Sean, yeah. boy wizard, or flip those around, wizard boy, flip those a bit, magical girl. Everyone's getting <laughs> a magical girl this week. See, it's still, re it's still related. <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Fucking Hermione Granger is my favorite magical girl. 
Uh, you may say the barrel has fallen into the abyss. However, say it was made in the abyss. You get Hermione Granger, all right? You're you're gonna so that we can like start off strong and as if we're still mm -hmm. making it work. Um, I also I just have a couple lists of a bunch of magical girls. Um, I don't think I w Sean will know most of these. I won't. So uh, you, warning: you may have reached the bottom of the barrel. You get Tokyo Mew. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, uh, hilariously, Rem, we've we we have ha received a fan art of us as Tokyo Mew Mew style magical girls. <laughs> oh fuck, uh, Sean, I have to admit, I watch Boku no Pico in my free time and I love it. You are gonna get Sailor Moon, uh, Rem's big toe. Uh, you are going to get uh, Sukakagi Yuri. Mm -hmm. It's all <laughs> yours. Uh, Pocket Gamer Five One Three. You are gonna get uh. Sakura Kinemoto. Uh, P.I. Mare, you're gonna get uh, Magical Girl Lyrical Nanoa. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, Filkster, the Simpho Gear Advocate, you are gonna get Shugo Chara. <laughs> Just the... the <laughs> I, I know nothing about any. The way you said that one made it sound like, oh, are you watching your Naruto's? <laughs> I, I don't know any of these. Uh, no Gen 5, alright, so how about Nanami Gremlin inside her name shall be Banar Chan, check Discord, Lord Brock Doof. Brock Doof, you are gonna get, uh, Snow White. Yeah? Which apparently is a magical girl. Alright, I trust it. Um, Mizrar, you're gonna get Card Captor Sakura. Yeah. Uh, MT the Poet, you're gonna get Puella Magi Madoka Magica. Just the whole show, huh? I guess. Yeah, apparently. Um, that yep. was for Mizrar. Uh, MT the poet, you are gonna get Ryoko Matoy, um, which I I don't I don't know if that counts, but oh, I guess yeah I guess yeah no so, she's sure. got a whole magical girl transformation and she gets powerful when she transforms yeah it counts yeah uh Mama the Griff you get Sailor Saturn oh, all right uh Miguel Delian you get you are going to get Anthe Himamiya I don't know uh Kickstarter of the week three Dragon Baggins uh. Do you want a cute dice bag? Looks like a dragon. Hell yeah, dude. We all do. Uh, and you are going to get Hamura Akemi. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, Justin Kessinger. You are going to get uh, Lucia from the Mermaid Melody, whatever the fuck. <laughs> God. The fact that we haven't done a magical girl anime in a long ass time is really throwing you for a loop now, isn't it? <laughs> I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. You are going to get... Bubbles Powerful. from Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I I guess that does that. I kind of. <laughs> it, it is a girl, and they are. Yeah, they're magical, more like a so, you like know. a traditional superhero than the. You know what? Whatever, I'll allow it. It's fine. Um. Then we get. I live in Ogden. Yes, that one. You're gonna get Sean Rollins. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute. Hinata's Since when am I a magical girl? You've always been. Uh, Hinata's a ball of sunshine. Uh, you get Sage from the oh, show wow. we just saw. Uh, for Christmas, please revisit Toradora up to and including the Christmas episode. You get Santa, fittingly. Santa, as um, in Santa Claus. What? Well, yes. <laughs> Best ho, magical ho, girl. Ho, ho, moe, moe, beam. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Darth Pikachu, you are going to get, um... Uh, I, I can't pull off a specific character right now, but all the characters from Little Witch Academia. <laughs> Just every single... Every, every single, single one, one of them. them. All of them. You're mashed together. Yeah. Uh, Beethoven 1201, you are going to get... Uh, who Who's magical from Sword Art Online? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, technically Asuna and... Yeah. All right, you get Asuna. Congrats. Uh, Aaron Hegland. You are going to get Umaru-chan. <laughs> uh, Can that be called a magical girl transformation? She has the transformation. Uh, she has the transformation. Uh, there you go, Aaron. Uh, thank absolutely each and every one of you. But we move on finally to the final tier. Uh, Chef and Omusko tier. Go into the White House. And uh, you guys are each going to get uh, your own dinner with a Spice Girl. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. I hope uh, I get so, cilantro. <laughs> All right, Silicone Spectre, you're getting scary spice. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, then 
Pope of the Church of Remington Chase, you are going to get Baby Spice. And uh, my dear old mom is going to get uh, the millennial of the group, Pumpkin Spice. <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> there we are. Uh, if you'd like to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or a recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContextGmail.com. At Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We all love you very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Um, alright, step one. Imagine me naked on your bed. Fucking a horse? I'm reading here, uh, it says you want to fuck a horse? I'm addicted to fucking a horse? Just redo that, don't keep the burp in there, you son of a bitch, redo yeah, the I'll line. Yeah, I'll redo the line, don't worry. It's not like don't <laughs> let it out, though, because he hates me. <laughs>